This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small, devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 23 is going to be from Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6. Children must be trained in order to be godly. In Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6, the Bible says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. If we want children that are not departing from God's word when they become our age, when they grow up and become adults, then we need to be training them when they are young to follow God. Train up a child in the way he should go, And when he is old, he will not depart from it. We understand this concept all throughout our lives. We send children to school from the time they're kindergarten age until they graduate high school with this idea in mind, that they are trained from the time they are very, very young until they're young adults in how to live physical lives. Well, this is the same type of training that they need in order to be successful Christians when they are older. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. In Deuteronomy chapter 4, and verse, verses 9 and 10, the Bible says, Only take heed to yourself, and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and your grandchildren, especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. You see, God understood all the way back in the time of Moses that children needed to be taught. Moses give the children of Israel these instructions so that they would not forget who brought them out of the land of Egypt. When they were at Mount Horeb receiving the Ten Commandments, when Moses was up on that mountain, the children of Israel quickly forgot God. Because when Moses came down the mountain, Aaron and all the children of Israel were making a golden calf. They had already forgot what God had did for them in Egypt, bringing them out of the land of Egypt with the ten plagues. Even the death of the firstborn. And then they came to the river and... The Egyptian army was coming after them, and Moses stuck his staff in the ground and parted the sea, and they walked across on dry land, and they forgot that powerful miracle that God did. You see, humans are apt to forget things if we don't constantly bring them back to our memory. And so children need to be taught so that they won't forget. We have a very important responsibility to the next generation. We have a responsibility to our grandchildren, according to Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 9, to teach them in God's ways, to train them so that they will not forget. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 12, we have how we are to train the children. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. 
And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. Speaking to the parent first, the word of God has to be in their heart. And there's only one way for that to happen. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You must be the example to your children first if they're going to listen to you. And then in verse 7 of Deuteronomy chapter 6, you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates." Moses understood that if children were going to learn, repetition was vital to that process. And we understand it today. We send children to school for that repetition so that they go over and over and over the material so that it's burned into their minds where they know it without even thinking. And that's what Moses was telling the children of Israel here. You need to go over it and over it and over it until it's burned into their minds where they don't even have to think about it. Look at verses 8 and 9 of Deuteronomy chapter 6. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. In other words, when you close your eyes, they should be seeing the word of God written on the back of their eyelids because it has been around them all the time. They have been immersed in the Word of God. It has been repetition throughout the day over and over and over. And in verse 9, it says, you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. They shall see the law all around them in every place, everywhere that they go, even upon their room walls, on the doorpost, on the gates, everywhere. The word of the Lord needs to be seen. And this was so important to Moses that Moses would repeat this in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 18 through 21. Therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates, that in your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them like the days of the heavens above the earth. See again, Moses repeats this to the children of Israel, understanding that repetition is how we remember things. Moses was telling the children of Israel, do not forget this. Do not forget to teach your children and your grandchildren. This is the third time in Deuteronomy we find teach the children, teach the grandchildren over and over and over, hoping that they would not forget it. But unfortunately, they would. And in Numbers chapter 14 and verse 30, we have an example of this. When the 12 spies were sent into Canaan to spy it out, only two of them came back and said, we can take this land, Joshua and Caleb. The other 10 spies said, these are giants. We can't take this land. And so God would punish them for their disobedience. God would punish them for their lack of faith 
in him. In Numbers chapter 14 and verse 29, the carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in the wilderness. All of you who were numbered according to your entire number from 20 years old and above. You see, the problem was the parents of this generation did not take Moses's advice. They did not teach their children when they sat down, when they rose up, when they got up from bed, and when they went to bed. And because of this, they were weak in faith. Have we ever wondered why we have children today that are weak in faith? And why so many of our children are falling away and not following after God? Is it possible that we're not teaching them enough? We have not been strong enough teachers in their life with God's Word. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Children must be trained in order to be godly. We have another example of this of Eli's sons in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 12 through 17. Now the sons of Eli were corrupt. They did not know the Lord. And the priest's custom with the people was that when any man offered a sacrifice, the priest's servants would come with three-pronged flesh hook in his hand while the meat was boiling. Then he would thrust it in to the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot and the priest would take for himself all that the flesh had brought up so they did in Shiloh to all the Israelites who came there also before they burned the fat the priest's servant would come and say to the man who sacrificed give me give meat for roasting to the priest for he will not take boiled meat from you but raw and if the man said to him they should really burn the fat first, then you make, may take as much as your heart desires. He would then answer him, No, but you must give it now, and if not, I will take it by force. Therefore the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord, for men abhorred the offering of the Lord. You see, Eli was high priest in Israel, but he forgot to teach his children. He forgot to train his children properly and so that they were very corrupt and they did not follow the Lord. This is a warning for preachers to spend enough time with their children that their children know how to be godly. That we don't spend too much time training all the other people and forget our own households and that they fall away. This is not the only example of this. If we go to 1 Samuel chapter 8, we see that Samuel's children were evil as well. 1 Samuel chapter 8 verses 1 through 3. Now it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judges over Israel. The name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second, Abijah. They were judges in Beersheba, but his sons did not walk in his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain, took bribes, and perverted justice. As faithful of a prophet as Samuel was, his children were not faithful. His children were very corrupt. They were evil, and they did not walk after Samuel. If Samuel had spent more time with his children, it is possible that he could have taught them. He could have trained them. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. We need to remember to do this. It takes a lot of time to train godly children. But when they become old, it pays off. 
because a godly child that has been trained so from youth will not turn away to be evil. They'll know the difference between right and wrong. In in Eli's case, high priest of Israel, and in Samuel's case, a very faithful prophet, both their children were evil. This job can be very time-consuming. And if we, as God's preachers today and God's evangelists, do not take time to train our children to walk in the way of the Lord, how can we expect everybody else to do so as well? We need to be making sure that we're taking the time necessary to train our families to be godly. In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, the Bible says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. In the New King James Version here, it says, in the training and admonition of the Lord. It takes time to train children. And we have to do it from the time they get up in the morning till the time they go to bed at night. We need to make sure that we are being the example that they need to see each and every day as their (coughs) caregivers, as their parents. But most importantly, we need to be making sure that they're studying God's Word for themselves and memorizing it and taking it to heart. Remember when Jesus was 12 years old, that he went to the temple and was talking with the people at the temple, with the teachers at the temple, and they were astonished at his understanding of the Word of God. When his parents came to look for him, though, Jesus told his parents, you should have known where I was because I must be about my father's business. Now, that is a paraphrase. But Jesus understood from 12 years old that he must be about his father's business. Now, children today can have that same understanding if we, as their parents, instill it in them. That they understand the most important thing in their life is not school, is not their physical education, it's not even their spouse when they get married. But it has to be God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. We need to be instilling that in our children. That they seek first the kingdom of God. This means that every other activity in their life comes second to God. When it comes to serving God, we put God first. That has to be the way it is in our children's lives, in our lives, so that they can look to us and see that we're not just saying this, we're living this. So when a baseball game comes up on Sunday and we have to go to worship services, they understand that going to worship service takes priority over everything else. Serving God has to be first. If not, then we are not training up our children in the way they should go. And when they are old, more than likely, they will turn away from God. Children must be trained in order to be godly. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, Let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. 
This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.